Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane and Shane back with you again. We got some hot stuff we got to talk about. We're going to talk about the Shrine Bowl. We're going to talk about the NFL PA game bowl thing. Whatever that's All those all star games. Yeah. uh, Hula Bowl. Senior Bowl. We're going to talk about the Senior Bowl. We're going to talk about measurements. We're going to preface that. Uh, and then we're going to give some NFL draft hot takes. So all of that is happening in this episode. So it's going to be jam-packed. Might throw a little nonsense in there that Shane doesn't know about. We'll see. Uh, we're going to have Shane's minute of history because I feel like people at least need to learn something. More it's just for me. Um, I just want to learn something about history that I don't know about. Um, and then we're going to do a rise and sells and we're out of here. So we got a jam-packed episode. We'll see on the flip side. Um so Shane, what do you want to start with? Shrine Bowl, NFL, PA Game Bowl Parade? <laughs> parade, the U- Union Bowl, basically. Yeah, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, I, I can give a quick rundown. Uh, you know, the, the Senior Bowl is obviously the big one, but we have the Shrine Bowl in Vegas right now and the NFL PA game uh, before that. Um, if, if, like Real quick, though, if they wanted to learn more about kind of these games, is there a, is there a website maybe that they could go to to kind of see some notes, maybe some measurements on these sort of things. Yeah, Kane just teeing up the softball for me here. Uh, you, you can go you can go over to draftcountdown.com website that I am managing partner of. We have the way in for the senior bowl and um, you know, so I, I have some news and notes and things on the other games. So check it out. We're going to have senior bowl. Uh, my, my partner, Brian Basarge is in Mobile, Alabama for the senior bowl. So he'll, he'll be reporting uh, down yeah. there. Um. Yeah, so, so some of the buzz uh, on the Shrine, uh, Keontae Ingram has been an absolute beast catching the football. Monster running back for Southern Cal, right, was at Texas for a while. If only um, he could have caught more passes at Texas and maybe they would have uh, beat just, LSU. Yeah. Remember that game? I, I do, I do. I forgot about it until you mentioned it, though. I remember the exact play where he dropped the ball, Ugh. right? They went for it on fourth down. And he went flat to the left, wide open. Like, granted, it was there wasn't enough zip on the ball coming from Ellinger, which happened on ninety nine point eight percent of his throws. Right, that that's his mo. Like, right, right. It's it's an Ellinger thing to happen, but like it hit his hands. He drops the ball on fourth down, and like he never really got steam back at Texas after that. Like I feel like since that moment he kind of was was just in in a dive downward. Yeah, I think um, you know maybe maybe it motivated him a little bit because he he looks like a pass catching back at the next level. Um, yeah. You know my boy Pierre Strong Jr. from uh, you know he's the, the running back. Um, 
from South Dakota State. He's he's I think he's looked good. He's been one of the stronger runners there. Um, receiver wise, it it's been fine. The quarterback's just so awful that it's hard. <laughs> it's like really hard to gauge. Um, but Tay Martin, Oklahoma State, who had a big bowl game. Tyquan Thornton of Baylor has probably been the best. He's catching everything, you know, um, doing well. And then uh, I, I like some of these tight ends. Jelani Woods from Virginia, like 6'9". He's like 6'7". He's like crazy um, athletic. Um, so, yeah, that's been the main thing. In the NFLPA game, uh, there, there, there wasn't a, a ton maybe to gleam off of. Um, like I said, some of the uh, – so there's some receivers. Dejon Dixon from Nichols State, maybe some third-day receivers that might, you know, end up in a good spot. Um, that could be pretty good. Braylon Sanders from Mississippi is now going to the senior bowl. So we'll get to see him there. Uh, so there's been a couple guys, but I think the senior bowl is going to be where we see a lot of the non underclassmen ball out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's going to be uh pretty interesting. Like if you had to kind of give these guys like a draftable range where we're going to be seeing some of these names, like, are we going to see, be, be seeing any day two names? at like these PA bowl in the shrine or anything like that? I think it's doubtful. Um, I don't think any of these players will make it into day two. Like I have a little bit of hope maybe for, uh, you know, for like a Pierre strong or a Jason Corbin or Keontae Ingram, but I think it's really doubtful that it'll happen. So I think you're looking at early day three guys, like best case scenarios late, play third uh rookie picks yeah i'm no i'm i'm with you um so do you want to dive into the spring bowl or not spring bowl senior bowl that's the one yeah yeah let's let's do it um i'm so i just have to say i can't stop thinking about jim harbaugh potentially coming to minnesota like that's going to be on my (laughs) mind this entire podcast so i just just want to like waiting yeah. Um Kane wants it. He he loves them Wolverines. The Michigan State Wolverines, thank you. <laughs> um, so I I think um like I just think it's interesting because this is probably the best case scenario for the Vikings. Like just overall, right? Because at least gets some excitement. We haven't had an exciting head coach hire. I'm trying to think of an exciting head coach yeah, hire. And, and like actually exciting Dennis Green. Like that's the only one I can think of. Denny <laughs> Green. So and that was that was with Dante Culpepper. Yeah. I was in middle school. <laughs> like, do we need to recap the head coaches since? I, I, I kind of want to. I, I want you to now. Okay. I kind of do. Me. Yeah, I'm, pull, I'm it, gonna, pull it up. Because um, the list is not going to be inspiring. I'll say that. There's no way. I hope That's... they have records, too. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so, Denny Green from 92 to 2001. So, like, I was born in 93. Yes, that was before you were born. Yeah. Um, his win-loss was 97 and 62. So, pretty good. Denny Green could get it, man. And then I think... We hired then we hired Mike Tice, which he was already on staff, right? I want to say he was the offensive line coach. 
that that rings a bell. I don't I don't remember Mike Tice enough to uh, um, to accurately recall if that was the case or not. But uh, so it was tight end coach, then offensive line coach, yeah, and then he became the interim in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. What he then took a, like when an interim yeah, coach it. takes over, it never ends well. It just never does. Hundred percent. Win loss thirty two th- and thirty three. Ouch. Not good. Oh, then my least favorite coach, Brad Childress. Oh, he's 39-35. You want to know the main reason? Yeah, well, why I don't, don't like, Brad, like Childress? Brad Childress? Um, because we had Musgrave as our offensive coordinator, and every year it seemed like his play calling sheet kept getting smaller and smaller. Like it would start on like an eight by eleven, <laughs> like a full piece of paper, and then it ended up on a like a postcard by the end of things and we'll it's like, oh, it. these, no. are the, these are the plays that work Here, here's the four we got left right it's like it's, survivor of the plays in the season and it's like adrian peterson left on a power row adrian peterson right on a stretch it's third and two carson ponder throws to no one. <laughs> oh, carson yeah christian ponder was because that was oh seven wasn't it yeah yeah he was oof and that and oh nine, yeah, two thousand nine was the year that um, we won the NFC North because of Adrian Peterson breaking the. He no, he didn't break the single season rushing record. No, but he, he got. But that was after he tore his ACL, and right. he had two thousand thirty seven yards. Someone can fact check me, but I'd like over two thousand, pretty close. Yeah, um, and then of course after Brad Childress, we went defense. After that beautiful coaching mind of Brad Childress, we went Leslie Frazier, who went 21 32 and one. Yeah, he, he might get another shot here soon. Stop it. He might get another shot. It's been a I while. You met with the Vikings. And Not with like, the Vikings. No, I don't think. I was like, dude, I can't. I think Leslie wild. Frazier is a, is a good defensive coordinator when you're ready to run cover two. Yeah. I, I and like, I'm talking like cover two shell, like Tampa two. He's still going to run it when he doesn't have a pass rush, to, sort of thing. Yeah, with with that four two front, it's been mm-hmm. interesting. Yep, um, and then we had Zim, who is he? He's seventy two fifty six and one. I mean, it's not quite Denny Green, but that's the best of yep. this group <laughs> outside of that. Yeah. Um. So like, it's not like we've had a lot to be excited about. So no, no, no exciting. We're hires. still thinking about Bud Grant. That's that's sad. Yeah. Uh, who was 151 and 87 and five. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. Um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, ready for it. Boom. Um, so let, let's talk senior bowl. Um, yeah, measurements yeah, yeah. came in. Yes. All, all but one. <laughs> the Kenny Pickett hand size controversy <laughs> of 2022. Ooh, now, spicy. Here's the deal. Is that uh, I want that hand size measurement. Okay. <laughs> like, Payne will pay I, someone to, to sneak into. Pickett's hotel room and mobile and, and get the tape measure out. 
So from what I had heard, there was there was an unofficial one done by NFL scouts. It, it yeah, ble- the Blesto camp. So uh, they you know they have a spring camp where they can get measurements of a lot of the underclassmen. Can you pick a quarter? Say verified eight and a quarter. Oh lord! I was told that there was an unofficial one that was done by scouts recent, more recent. Okay, was also eight and a quarter. So like, so you can't really expect a hand now, to grow in a year. He, yeah, you know, his hand, his thumb is weird, right? So that's the issue that he that's, that's what he's saying, and it is he like he's double jointed, so his thumb like jets out because how you measure cool. is. Is from so, the tip of the thumb to the pinky. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna so I'm gonna start at the pinky, right? And I'm gonna run that sucker right up that curve. But but the the, the problem is that's not how the, the problem is like he can't. But that's all we can do to get right, and that's why it's eight and a quarter and not nine, where no. it probably would be. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I think I think that's an excuse. Oh, maybe. Right? Right. I think he knows that he has small hands, and he's like, oh, my thumb does this. And it's like, bro, he's doing thumb exercises so I he know. can get his thumb out there for the okay. combine. When he comes in at nine in the combine, you know. Unless his thumb was broken, that homie can extend his thumb. This is a ploy, and this is a conspiracy. I, I don't know. Kenny Pickett. This I, is I haven't a seen Kenny a hand Pickett size. hand size conspiracy Handgate. of 2021. And... That's all I can say at this moment. Um, when we learn more information about Handgate, we will we will let you know. This is your but, first. Th- but uh, this is an issue. Yeah. Um, right. And obviously, some teams are going to grip strength rather than hand size, which makes sense, right? The tighter you can grip a football, the less chances that you're going to lose it. Um, but at his if we use the confirmed hand size, you you know what the percentile would be of that hand size? Not good. Zero. Z- zero. It'd be straight zero. He also has the fifth smallest wingspan of any quarterback to even be available in the draft in the past 21 years. Fifth smallest. 1% percentile. 1%. Um. Is it one percent percentile, or is it just one percentile? I think it's got to be one per the tw- the the first first percentile. Oh, that doesn't sound right either, though. Oh, I don't know. Because you'd say the 99th yeah, like, percentile, right? Like the twentieth percentile, but first percentile. It's got to be. It doesn't feel good, but that's it doesn't feel be good. It. Doesn't feel good. Um, we're just learning over here, okay? <laughs> um, it. so that's the big thing that we got to talk about. Um. Other are is there other measurements that we kind of need to touch on? Like Brian Robinson is hefty. He he, he is he's a big boy. 226, 61 and 5 eighths. Then you have Damian bowling ball Pierce. I mean Damian Pierce at you know, 5 9 220. Whew, Lord. That's the, B, the BMI Twitter is gonna love him. BMI Twitter is gonna be off the damn charts. Yeah. That is that is literally one and a half Devonta Smiths. <laughs> How many slot machines? That's my question. We'll we'll get into that 
Um, that was probably my favorite thing to do. <laughs> just, just compared to Devonta Smith, the random. How items. many karaoke machines <laughs> does Devonta Smith so weigh? Oh, and that God. was seven. Okay. Um, I think was it seven, or no, it was like eight and a half or something. Yeah, it was like Either eight way. and a two thirds. But that was a that was a fun time. That was that um, was wild time. There's got to be some measurement that just every year is just people are just goofy trying to get. Um, yeah, I, what what else do you want to talk about? Like Jalen Tolbert being two inches shorter. No bueno. Not yeah, not a six one one two in the quarter one ninety five, and like he's not gonna he's not gonna be he's not a burner. It, it's a problem. I'm scared. I'm yeah. scared for him. I I thought he was going to run a four or five, and that's really good at six three, at six one and a quarter. It's not good. Not good, especially when you don't clear two hundred pounds. Right. That's, um, my boy Christian Unless Watson. He's been working on speed. Yeah, my boy Christian Watson, North Dakota State, six four, flat two eleven, gonna run in the four fours. I, I yeah, we we like. I, He's interesting. Okay, I think we need to talk about one measurement, not uh, at skill positions. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm in. It's obviously a gopher. Oh, we have oh to talk, yeah. Well, okay. We have yeah, to talk Daniel Fa'alele. Yeah, right. In case for anyone wondering, that is how you say his last name. It's Fa'alele. Offensive like, tackle from the Minnesota. Gophers. Gophers. Yeah. Skew my the boat. Go ahead. Uh, what did he come in at, Kane? Six, eight, and an eighth. I think it's important to note uh, he lost a few pounds and he's 387. Oof, it's a spry 387. So he was a 400 burger coming in. He was actually cl- like pushing 420 when he came to Minnesota. Um, that's really large. Yeah, yeah. Um, my so here's my favorite part: his hand size, 11 inches. We, we That's need almost Ken- two Kenny Pickett's. We need a Kenny Pickett, Daniel Kenny Falele, Pickett and a half handshake. We need to see that. Um, that's a really, really large guy. Um, arm length. It doesn't actually have the longest arm length in all of the offensive linemen. No. But in wingspan. Wingspan, yes, though. 86 and a quarter. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, eighty-six and a quarter is ridiculous. Like he's gonna break. I we almost have to have our friend Kent on just so he can tell me how ridiculous Daniel Falele is. Yeah, like, that'll be question one. He has to be a ten, right? On uh, size. I mean, I, yeah. I, oh, I mean, on size, he's gonna be in in the green. Um, but you know, we'll see how he works out. <laughs> Well, I think his RAS still has to be good because it's, it's in relation to the size, isn't it? Right, right. So, I mean, I think it will be good. Perfect 10. We'll see if he can get there. I think he has a shot. I feel like we had an offensive tackle that was a 10 recently. Who's yeah, the really I mean, athletic one? Um, I'll, I'll, look, I'll look it up real, okay. real quick. Um, we just had to talk about him because Go for that it. dude. He's massive is a very 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 large person like the wingspans of all the linemen i mean just crazy crazy arm size create in and filet just leads them all it's nuts yeah he's he's too big um like yeah. i don't still curious to see what he's gonna do in pass blocking 
to be honest with you. But like they're gonna put him in some run blocking drills at the senior bowl, and people are gonna be like, Who is this? Like <laughs> if I told you that uh Daniel Fa'alele went early second, would that surprise you? No, I think I think even if you told me he went in the first, it would I'd be a little surprised, but I think it could happen if he works out really well. Like he's just so large. Right. It's like if you have I think some teams will be turned off, but I think if you have a, a system that works for that size of a guy, it's pretty good. Right. Uh Spencer Brown. Good. Spencer Brown, Buffalo Bill last year got, yeah. got a 10. From UAB? From uh Northern Iowa. Well, it tried. That's good. I don't know anything about offensive linemen, yeah, so look, I thought look, I'd, I thought I'd the, give it a go. It's the big offensive lineman talk that we've had so far. All so. right, let's let's make some uh, boldies. Let's make some bold predictions. Senior Bowl time. All right, you got one. Um, I think at the end of Senior Bowl week, Rashad White will be a solid second round pick in the NFL draft. You went positive, so I have to go negative. All right. I think there's going to be Brian Robinson UDFA talk Ooh, at the end of the wow. Senior Bowl. Yeah. Ooh. There will be because he's slow yeah. and he's 226. And the Senior Bowl practices are not set up for a player like Brian Robinson. They're just not, right? They're meant to show people's prowess in speed and in one on one drills. Um, and Brian Robinson ain't got that. So that's mm. my bold prediction. That's good. That's good. What else you got? Uh, I, I think at the end of Senior Bowl week, um, there will be questions as to who the senior tight end one is. I think Trey McBride is going to underperform, and I think Isaiah Likely and Cole Turner, Isaiah Likely goes to Carolina, Cole Turner, Nevada, will overperform and people will start being like, is Trey McBride really the top guy? I think Braylon Sanders and Calvin Austin play themselves into fourth round draft picks from the senior bowl. Like I, I, you know, and and we talked on the, um, on the secret shopper podcast a bit about Calvin Austin. You're a big fan. I I think he'll do well. The five, seven and three eighths is a little, worrisome but yeah like i get he's small but like i think people i think he's a good returner too good point good point so i think if you can have him as a returner in in the punt game potentially a kick returner as well and then some kind of out of the box thinking with him kind of being used creatively in gadget plays i think he's a fourth round pick no, you know it's fair. I I think it might might come after the combine, but I think it's a good bold prediction. Yeah, I I think stock up's really going to happen within the next week. Yeah, right. That's when stock is going to absolutely fly. Mm. Um, oh, let's let's go quarterbacks. How about that? Uh, Bailey Zappi, day two buzz. End of the week. Doesn't he already have that? Oh, maybe maybe it's not simple. Uh. Can I do round two buzz? Can we do that? Would that be yeah. enough? Right. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think... Oh, I I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been so negative during... Oh, I, did, I just did a positive one. <laughs> you just so did I a can... positive. You're good. You're clear. You're clear. Um, 
I think you're going to start hearing things about Carson Strong's knee. Mm. Um, Jim Nagy is going to keep saying that the MRI is clear. Um, show me that X-ray. <laughs> show me that X-ray. Show me that X-ray, though. He has osteochondritis, Deskin's lesion. Show me that X-ray. Um, I I do want his. I would prefer if he was healthy, because then I can just knock his performance, which I will. He's not mobile. Drafting Carson Strong is like having Big Ben three years ago, and it's like, only going to get worse. You know, I agree with you on all these points. But I I think Carson Strong at the end of the week will be getting top top quarterback buzz. Like people are going to love his arm. He doesn't have to move around. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's Senior Bowl. You it's don't need Senior Bowl week. You don't got to move. It, yep. You just got to. just going to sling it. Yeah. You just got to throw it deep to whoever, and Ooh, but it's interesting. He's actually going to have to face cornerbacks and safeties that are better than what he's used to. So that is true. That is true. Mm, not I, true. Could, I could go either way. It could go yeah. either way. You kind of got to remember that because he's faced uh, no one. Yeah. Oh, that, um, that's exciting. Um, if there were any others, um, I know you and I talked about this on the other pod, so make sure you heads up join the discord like it's completely free i don't know why all of you haven't joined it it's completely <laughs> free yep um and you can find debbie leaks you can find c2c leagues you can find orphans you can like do any number of things talk about trades talk about dungeons and dragons if that's what you're into um yeah, find people that. to play call of duty with like all of that happens in the discord um so check that out and we were talking about this on on the other pod is like like i don't want jalen tolbert to disappoint but i think he might yeah it's it's setting up poorly for him can can i take it a step further go for it um christian watson is is and should be drafted higher in your rookie drafts than jalen tolbert Come rookie time. Ooh, that's what I like to hear. It like he's fast and he's tall. Yeah. Like he's 6'4, 211. And if Shane's telling me he's gonna run a 4-4, like sign me up. Yeah. In in, in those four fours. If if I'm seeing like low four fives and be like, e, probably not, but yeah. Um so if you're in a Debbie league, maybe think about uh and you have separate rookie picks. Maybe think about getting a few rookie firsts when people aren't don't care about them. I've been saying on the spot, go get that rookie 101 in your Debbie leagues because Christian Watson. I mean, I said Pierre Strong, but Christian Watson might be it. Yep. Also, Kenny Pickett might be available. So, like, yeah, that's true. Check it out. Um, you want to make some NFL draft hot takes? Some NFL yeah. draft hotty yeah, toddies yeah, yeah, yeah. while we're going at it. So we're just just hot taking it up on this episode. Why not? I love we, it. We don't hot take often, so yeah. Um, we usually have a reason behind the things that we do for the most part. Well, Shane does. Um, <laughs> let let's let's NFL draft hot take. I'm going to tell you that only five running backs get day two or better draft capital. 
Ooh, only five. Yep. I can name them for you if you want. Yeah, I was like, you want you want to you want to. So I'm going to take off. the top three. I'm going to take Spiller, Brees Hall, and Kenneth Walker the third. I'm also going to take Tyler Allgaier, and I'm going to take Rashad White. I think Kyron Williams goes top of four. Like literally like 401, 402. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. That that is hot. That is spicy though. So like, get no if, Kyron. Like, no Jerome Ford. No, I, Jerome Ford's not gonna be a day two pick, so that's not an issue. No Tyler Batty. <laughs> No Tyler, hot takes. No Tyler Batty. Everyone right. just wants to love Tyler. Batty. As soon as you don't, as soon as you're not taller than five eight at running back, that's where I draw the line. Sorry. What do you got? Hot take it up. Ooh. Um. All right. All right. My hot take is that Leak Willis will be a top ten NFL draft pick. Like that, I can just see that happening. Is that hot take enough? You want me to go? You want me to go top five? Because I'll go top five. Woo-hoo. I'll go top five draft pick. Malik Willis. Maybe it comes in the Senior Bowl. You know, has a good week. Work out well. Some team pulls that trigger way too early. Can I? Can I almost like? I'm gonna get. Cl- I'm gonna close to reverse that, but this isn't like just a Malik Willis take. Okay. I think more quarterbacks are drafted round two than round one. Interesting. Okay. Ooh. I think it's three in the first round and four in the second round. That that's that's pretty hot. You know, not only for like three in the first. Okay, I, I think by most recent mock, I had three in the first. But the that fact that you'll get four in the second is yep. That's rare. Yep. I think I you like get it. Bailey Zappi. I think you get Carson Strong. I think you get Desmond Ritter. Um, all in the second, and then one of, um, one of the other four drops Guess, in the second. Yeah. That's 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 just my real hot take. Oh, probably uh, the spiciest one I have. I like it. I like. I, you know, it could happen though. It could. Um. All right. All right. You ready? Yep. This one's gonna make me mad. I can just feel it. Ah, uh, no. Slade Bolden. Gets drafted over John Betsy. Man, like, why? <laughs> I mean, look, because because Slade Bolden uh, can perform in the slot, and there's not a lot of slot receivers in this draft. Um, I'm just saying, teams want slot right out. Slade Bolden sitting there. This is hot. It's it's that's not, a temperature. Not for the weak of heart here. No, that is a temperature that you have. <laughs> um, it's it's high. Um, let's see if I got one more for you. Um. Sky Moore doesn't get drafted until day three. That that's becoming a, a pretty hot take. People are very high on Sky Moore. I don't think you should be. 
I just I just don't think for fantasy, like I don't know. I don't even if he does get drafted decently, like is he I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll eat my words there, but I also Jim Harbaugh goes to the Vikings. Hot take. Hot take. Second interview, he's he's there in the Vikings. He's already on. He's on the plane. <laughs> just kidding. He's D'Amico Ryan's declined a second interview with the Vikings. It's interesting. So. I don't know. Boom. That's fun. What else you got? You got any more hot taker? Uh, I'll give one more. Kennedy Brooks. Kennedy Brooks of Oklahoma goes above your favorite day three running back. Whoever it is. Yeah. He'll probably get drafted higher than that. That guy. That guy that's in your head right now. He'll get drafted higher than him. Yeah. Like, I get that. And it makes me really, really sad. I my um, rankings, but uh, yeah. I think uh, this is just NFL draft. I can't say rookie draft talk. Um, Here's what I'll tell you. I think Eric Ezukanma gets day two draft capital. Ooh, that's interesting. That's my last one. That's interesting. I mean, he, he's a big dude. Like, if he comes into the combine above 6'2", 215 to 220, and runs in the 4'4", like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like him a lot. That's fair. Um... You know, I feel like I think I've said it before. I'll say it again. Justin Ross doesn't get drafted. Yikes. Does not get drafted. That's what a fall from grace. That's a hot take. Like he should. He should. Someone should take a chance. But yeah. So if you want to remind us when these things come true, please do. Um, Every single one. At Debbie underscore Kane on Twitter, at Shane P. Hallam on Twitter, at Debbie Marketplace for the pod, or just come into the Discord and remind us. Um, I feel like some people are going to bring up these hot takes when uh, when this gets posted on Wednesday morning. People are going to bring those, might bring those up in the Discord, and we, they might need us to explain ourselves a little bit. It's true. It's true. I get that. Uh, but Shane, you want to teach me something? I do. I do want to teach something about history. And, and this is something you've definitely heard of, but I think I, I just kind of want to talk about it because I, I, it always intrigues me. And that's the uh, the draft during the Vietnam War. Like, you know, inscription. It, it, was, it was a big thing. People, you know, that we needed soldiers to fight in the Vietnam War, which a lot of Americans opposed. And so the government you know, brought back the draft for the first time since World War II, December 1st, 1969. And basically, you know, put uh, put people's birthdays on ping pong balls and stuck them in a machine and picked out balls and, and you know, went from one to 366 um, or whatever. And, you know, if you were early, then you got drafted. And if you were late, then you didn't. Like it's just such a foreign concept. Like I can't imagine that happening um, today. But that, like you know, you, you had this group of people who uh, opposed the war, were getting drafted, trying to find a way out of it. Um, th- there's a whole up near um, in like the suburbs of Toronto. There's actually still a, a settlement that's basically 
like Americans that dodged the draft, like and settled in Canada uh, and the suburbs of Toronto and have stayed there ever since. Like it is pretty wild um, what people did. So I, I don't know what your thoughts of uh, are of the draft, but like I, I think it was just a wild time of, you know, the government forcing people to like fight in this war that no, most people didn't really care about. Um, so before I say anything, I should probably mention, I think Shane knows this. Um, other people might not like my father-in-law was drafted to Vietnam. Um, so like, yeah, it's a little bit of a touchy subject, right? Um, because he actually just passed away because of, um, complications and got cancer from agent orange. And so it was linked back to agent orange. So like that was nasty stuff. I think, yeah, it was a nasty it wasn't a war it was a conflict right never declared war yeah because uh, that's only done by all of congress or just senate um the the senate declares war but and has two since world war ii that's so. a two-thirds guy yeah yeah that's okay. a 66 percenter yeah. um so yeah i think that's i think i understand why people had to kind of separate the the humanity from the choice right um like i i understand that from from you know from that aspect but um you know i'm not gonna get into my political thoughts about somewhere that we shouldn't have been but uh whoops i did um (laughs) you know knowing knowing people that were over there and and um Right, that's how you know they were over there. So they don't talk about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those. And like, bad. if if you are a veteran and you're listening, um, we just want to say we appreciate your service. Absolutely. Um. So, just wanted to give you a heads up that that we appreciate your service. But yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that system is so antiquated and was for the time, even like, you know come on now, you know, like you don't have to pluck people out of their lives and send them to a dangerous place where they're forced to like do things they wouldn't do. Yeah. So. No, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more that we can get into, but uh, that's probably not something that's fit for this. Podcast, no, but... sorry. I didn't mean to bring up. Uh, no, no, you're br- good. Br- br- bring the podcast down there. After yeah. All. It's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. Um, let's just get into our buys and sells here. Yeah. Um, one guy that I'm buying, um, and a lot of people might not share this aspect, but it's not a person. It's the 101. Right. Um, I underst- I totally understand, and I think it's a good move to move down from the 101 and, you know, get an early to mid first and maybe pick up a second first. I get that. If you're able to do that, makes a ton of sense. Um, but don't discount the fact that the 101 is going to continue to increase in value and it's going to increase in value more than any other pick. Right? Because not only are, not only are, is it just a pick, right? You're guaranteed the person that you want at the 101. Um, and these quarterbacks are going to separate themselves 
right? It's not going to happen now. It might not happen just the senior bowl. Um, but at some point, these quarterbacks are going to start to separate as soon as we have draft capital, as soon as we have, um, you know, we can see them throw at their pro day and all those things. Like they're going to start to separate themselves. Um, and the one one is going to be really valuable. So like, don't discount the one one just because, um, you know, just because it's the one one and, and you think that no one is a tier above anyone else. Um, that actually doesn't matter. The one one still gives you the player that you want. Um, Someone I'm selling. Um, oh, I just had this. Well, to start, I would sell Byron Caldwell to uh, Nelly. <laughs> he's all he's all in. Yeah. Um, but I, a guy that I would sell that I just seem to be lower on than people um, is Jermaine Burton. Like I, I like Jermaine Burton. Um, I get that he's transferring to Alabama. But now he has to carve out a role for himself with Agee Hall, with Ja'Cory Brooks, with JoJo Earl. And I think it could be difficult, right? And don't discount Alabama's going to continue getting wide receivers. Um, so... If if he's getting more hype because he's going to Alabama and you and people think that he's going to do the Jamison Williams, like if people want to view him as Jamin, Jamison Williams and that price, or even close to it, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll move Jermaine Burton, um, for I'll move an outlier for that price. Um, someone that I don't know what to do with, um, is is a Miami running back and that's Jalen Knighton. Like I, I could probably say this about the entire Miami backfield, pretty much the entire Miami team besides Tyler Van Dyke from a Debbie perspective. Like I think that the offense will be better. I think it'll be better system under Cristobal. Um, but overall, like who's going to show out? Right, that's the question. Who's going to be the guy at Miami that like fully shows out? Like right now, I have it as Jalen Knighton, but like I don't feel good about it. Yeah, and it does the question end up being no one? Maybe I mean they got Henry Parrish uh, transferred in there too. Like it's going to be crowded. So I like I don't I don't feel good about any of that. Yeah, at Miami like. So that's what I'd say. Like, I'm unknown about Miami. Like, I feel like I'm trending closer to selling anyone other than Tyler Van Dyke. But, like, the running backs get a lot of work in a, in a Mario Cristobal offense. So, right. I don't know. Yeah, we'll wait for the spring, maybe. Maybe we'll Yeah, it's going to need some... Uh... <laughs> some it's going to need some clarification. Yeah, I'm I'm confused. Uh, my buy is Will Rogers, quarterback Mississippi State. I was watching Makai Polk, and I was like, "Man, like I think Will Rogers is the best Mike Leach quarterback I've seen, I've ever seen." Like I think he has NFL talent right now. Is a um, you know, it is a college fantasy C two C darling. If you're in one of those leagues, 
I think I trade for him as, oh, I'm just buying this college prospect. I think he's one of those guys that's productive and turns into an NFL asset. So I think if uh, maybe, maybe a guy late, if you have a deeper Debbie league, late, ta- throw a shot at him um, as well. Uh, my cell, and I feel like I just come back to this guy like every like month. I'm just like, sell Zach Charbonnet. <laughs> like, like I, I like Zach Charbonnet, but then people have are lumping him in now with like Tank Bigsby and Zach Evans. And it's like, dude, he, he he's not on that level. He's going to be an older prospect. He might have a really good season, um, but I think I'd rather sell him now than wait and see what UCLA kind of cobbles together here. My unknown, I'll tell you what, one guy, and we've been talking about him a little bit in the Discord. I can't remember who uh, I was talking with, but um, South Carolina tight end Jaheim Bell ended the season really strong, really athletic. Um, Spencer Rattler coming in, Austin Stogner will be there as the H back, but Jaheim Bell's going to get a lot of work. Um, I think if you're looking for who who's going to be, we know Michael Mayer is going to be the tight end to own in that 23 class. I think Gene Bell could end up the tight end two in a day two pick super, you know, he's free right now in your Debbie drafts. Just uh, take him in the last round, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think he's interesting. Like if, if Nell, if Nelly's taught me anything, it's that if I'm going to do dart throws at tight ends, it, they're only going to be super, super athletic. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the only way to dart throw at a tight end. Um, or if their name is Michael Trigg, either one, like either, either one, go yep. to Mississippi. Cool. Yep. Stock up. Uh, Michael Trigg is good. Uh, but that's all we got. So in this, we went through the NFL PA extravaganza parade. We went through the Shrine Bowl. We went through the Senior Bowl. We did some hot takes at the Senior Bowl and the NFL Draft. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure that you join the Discord. It's in wherever you're listening to this podcast. The link is in the notes, right? The What do you, what do you call it? The description. It's in the description of the podcast. So just click on that and join. Um, if you get stuck at the welcome page, you have to give a thumbs up. So follow like the in-caps rules at the top of the welcome page. Apps. I tried. Um, so, so do that and we'd love to have you, but that's it for me and Shane. Thank you so much. We appreciate every single one of you for listening to this podcast.